Okay, greetings, uh, saints. I hope everyone can hear me. Thank you for turning up. Uh, we are thankful to God for still having each other around. And uh, we know that without each other, then we are lonely. Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus in this wonderful day where your children have assembled in this place. And uh, we're just checking the scriptures, nothing serious. And uh, we are so thankful that you are with us. And Lord Jesus, May you fulfill thy word, because great things you're going to do through us in these days. We believe that, seeing that the, the enemy is just clowning. It's fulfilling the scripture that says there'll be mockers uh, that will say, Way is that sign of his coming. Lord, to see these spirits among us, it leaves us astonished. But we thank you again for preparing a leap of faith for us to escape such terror. Be with us in this, our Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, greetings. We have just finished our series. I hope it did good to someone who's seeking for any good from God. Uh, God is, is going to do uh, marvelous things this year I can discern because there's just faith and the, the atmosphere itself is ready. The people looks like uh, have come to uh, where to, to a place where they accept that there is a gift around that they they need to give a chance. I've called, received some calls from some pastors around. Just we need a little bit of help here and there. So. Let's be praying, and uh, if we pray more, we'll have little problems. Uh, If we pray always, we won't even recognize the problems we have. If we pray less, we'll always fighting problems. This is just a slogan. I usually do, I usually say. Uh, so let's just try to be praying because God cannot pray for us. Uh, of course, there is a scripture that says the spirit is with groanings, but that's just the intercession of the, your spirit. But God cannot do prayer for us. And God cannot uh, engage us 
to a level or to a calling uh, that, that we are we're not available for so we must be careful of this time because there's just a suicidal spirit in the air there people just want to go to heaven or they want to call it quits or problems of this life has made us just want to retire and especially seeing the level of hypocrisy um, outside there so uh, it, 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 it makes us kind of accept the condition as it is and we just treat ourselves as just some kinds of tourists or people are just observers while looking at the corruption of the world uh, we're expecting god to do something but I've never seen God do anything unless you are on the, you know, you are there in the run. You know, when I remember when I was just new in faith, I was testifying, attending services every day, always in six to six, everywhere. Then as I was on in that continuous passion, then God started to talk to me. So if you pull off and just go to like live like a wealthy person don't don't concern about anything lose passion then god will never talk to you so you must always you know they always say when you're fishing you must always throw the 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 straw a little bit further so always desire god to do more um and god is going to do more this year he's going to use people because there's nothing but there left out there other than this group of us. If this bunch of us here, these young men here, are not going to have ministries, then I can outshine those people that are, are out there, then there's going to be nothing left. God will go far uh, to get people, and he will have to kill us or do something to us, to shut us up. So we have to take this formation we have and prepare ourselves. Get ourselves ready. Like that man in the Bible that says, put your house in order. Get rid of sins or things like that. Get yourself in order. So that you, you'll be usable. So that the enemy is outside there. Uh, I've never thought in my life in the small period around South Africa, around Devon, deception and evil attack and the selling out of the gospel will be into this extreme. I've never thought, I've never, it never even reached my mind. And it always concerns me when God starts something that I wonder who's going to be at the end or who's going to be, be at the finish line. You always keep that in your mind. I told myself some years ago that make the gospel hard. Make sincerity hard. 
be the extremist. Be the one who is uh, who's just like at the extreme. Because if you are not at the extreme, and remember Kolwa, the journey of faith is like shooting a bullet or shooting an arrow, like the, the arrow by the bow. If we don't say, and if you pull the just the 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 the, the arrow will go not a distance, but if you pull it further, it will go further because it's gonna experience resistance of the wind and everything. So it's the same thing with the gospel. If you just want to start your Christian faith or leave your Christian faith, it's just like a mild believer. When the tests come, you'll, you'll end up being a hypocrite. If you start being a hypocrite, you'll end up being a sinner. So uh, you must start extreme so that if you, you are attacked and issues of life challenge you, at least they'll leave you somewhere. You are just a wounded Christian, but you are still considered a saint. But if you just cheat on the word go, they're still going to be there. You know, the devil is consistent. He just shoots bullets consistently. So you will be caught of God. So I will be doing just a little bit of equipping Christians with scriptures because I found out that this new enemy that is out there is here to kill everything, every part of faith about what we believe. Abazalani have reached a state where they have uh, infidel spirit or atheistic spirit. I was listening to these debates and power hour and all these areas others saying Jesus is already returned others saying there's no hell when if you are a person who reads things like this pastor in fact it's not a pastor it's a false prophet the one that I was supposed to be debating with there yesterday but they just had their own arrangement he comes with all the the theories that all the infidels believe. There's this code out there. It's called the Da Vinci Code. Somebody wrote a book about some books that were found by the Dead Sea. And everybody runs to this things and they read these things and they come back doubting everything in the Bible. And all this generation that's out there now, especially the new generation, you'll find people who knows more the Da Vinci Code than even know the Bible. The devil is raising things that are, are, are being produced somewhere and Christians are holding these things more important because some kind of archaeologists or some kind of people 
are calling these things valid. And people are going to the Bible to look for what is wrong. And they're finding it what is wrong. Because when you look for something, you'll find it. No matter how perfect is a piece of art, if you call professional artists to scrutinize it and find fault, they'll find it. The Bible is the word of God which was given to men to write. And men that were writing the Bible had mistakes. And God had covenants individually with people in the Old Testament. And these covenants, they, these covenants, they differed from a person to person. The Abraham covenant will differ from Mosaic covenant or from David's covenant because people in the Old Testament were representative and expressions of the types about Christ. And God, if he has found an individual who's willing to love God to a certain extent, God would have a covenant with that person. And when God gives a covenant, he will permit things to that person depending on what he wants that person to achieve because they were types. Now, people want to treat a covenant like Abraham uh, as the same as treating a Christian who's living after Paul wrote the New Testament. So we're living in those cruel times. People have changed to be actually hell on earth. There's one message Brabram preached uh, about souls that are in hell right now. And he was crying because he saw a vision that there were souls that were in hell right now. That was 1962 or so. Now it's 2022. Definitely there is souls in hell which are living on earth. One of them was debating with them yesterday. Someone who's seen the faith as person is a ghost, is dead, is lost in hell. And everywhere when these false prophets come, Christians give attention to them. So, I, we have, the devil is going to be defeated because I have to stand there and humiliate myself and, and take the risk uh, because I want to expose the devil. I want people to see how far people have fallen so that they take the longer the rope down, less is the rope on the other side. So if you see somebody who has fallen so low, that means hell is on earth that far. That means there is small grip left for anyone else who wants to escape. One person is going to be playing while there are people who are this deep hell. That means there is a big hollow, hell hole that's just nearing us. 
Anyone who's going to be playing around might fall off the edge. So let this be a warning. Take your Christianity, your faith serious. Not because you're going to die, you might be in hell while you're on earth. And now when you, are, when you go to hell, the first thing hell does, it takes your nerves out. So you just feel like God is not concerned. You're still his child. So I just want to read verses for a few days, maybe, I don't know how long, that are confirming the Bible. I just want to bring back the basic, especially about Christ, because there is the attack. Uh, they, they called me today because I complained yesterday regarding the way they handled the thing. Uh, found out this host goes a long way with that man. When he was getting married. And it looks like he helps him financially a lot as well. They're just friends. They visit each other. So now, and also the, the slot of the radio, this false prophet paid it for. So now the radio is going to be losing money if he, he, he does not, he's not given a freedom. So I've requested that now, if they want to continue with me, let it be another radio. I wrote that on Facebook. Now that was so tough on them because other big radio stations called them when they saw my false picture. We want him on our side. So this man now was calling, crying, saying, I'm destroying his, this is a small radio, and a, a well-known preacher like me talking like that is going to make people run away from this radio, blah, blah, blah. So, but yeah, because we're supposed to be continuing next week, I've given them my terms. Uh, if they don't accept them, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, I told them that that was nonsense. That man was addressing me like he's speaking to his child or something. You know, we are supposed to be equal there. He's talking to me like he's talking to a young boy. And he's given a chance to express himself. When I engage him, the very host stops me. So I, I just behaved myself because, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't want to ruin my, like, it was going to be like, you must not leave the interview being defeated in terms of misbehaving. But I should have misbehaved. But yeah, those people are old to be my father's age, so that comes into contact as well. So, but next, we're going to discuss this week an issue about Christ. But yeah, um, if this demands, because my first demand is that he's not going to talk to me like he's talking to a boy. Number two, he's not going to, he's going to present first because he's the one having an issue. Then I'm going to be questioning him because they changed that on the last minute. Because he brings the subject, but he wants me to present first. So, just stupid. So, um, everybody saw it. Everybody all over YouTube. So now, if they don't agree on that, I won't go there. It's stupid to go there anyway. But, I will see. Because he's not... So, okay, I'll try just to give you, because I know most of you probably don't know the importance of knowing these things. Uh, that whatever God said, where did he fulfill it?
but those are things they attack so at least you must know that before you, you defend history or you defend things like this stuff it's called crap or you 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 should know what the bible says see they attack the bible as theologians the theologians who go to the bible to get an interpretation what that man was doing yesterday he gets an interpretation uh he says kings were getting married and they were getting uh many wives i take him to Deuteronomy 17 to 17 where the bible say a king must not marry many wives he tends to say i'm not that kind of a king but he's been using david as 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 his reference of a king that must have many wives i'm telling him that no god gave kings instruction that they must not accumulate wealth they must not go to egypt they must not even marry many wives he's, he's saying now and i'm saying to him now you call yourself a king he jumps now and he's no longer using david now he's saying i'm another kid so that's a theologian it's someone who's just a snake so you must know the 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 the, the scripture on the basis of the plan of salvation uh, so we'll just have this series just we just want to call it bible pro promises or bible biblical fulfillment or something like that let's start on uh the fact that jesus would speak on parables everything jesus did was prophesied that you'll do i don't care how much you atheist you are there's something about jesus i don't care you can break the bible and say matthew contradicts with luke here mark contradicts with luke uh, mark was written first others duplicated they question the fact that even this our gospels were written by actual mark luke matthew whatever they try to prove they can never de de deny that there is something remarkable about jesus there's no figure on this earth you can read the park rakaban or vendai or, or, or of the this uh uh what do you call these guys the hindus or you can read the quran for for the muhammadans or you can read um the 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 okay the, the, of course the the torah is for the jews you can read any book of the ancient manuscript they all have something to say about jesus they are they might call him a certain spiritual figure a certain whatever other psychological others they don't accept him to be the son of god but they accept him as a prophet but the way you are so significant uh outside the bible even josephus 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 uh, this scribe uh, was a jew who's quoted om here he in his manuscripts he does say uh, things about Jesus being uh, having followers persecuted after his death and stuff. They might deny somewhere that he really rose again, but they might say others history say he was led to the cross and he was not killed. Others say he was just beaten, but he was not killed. Others say he was killed somewhere, but he never rose. Many different different things. And people today 
uh, they were throwing away everything in the Bible to believe those things. So, okay, let's start about parables. Psalms 78, verse 2 to 4. So, we're just going to prowl around the Bible. We don't have a topic. Psalms 78, verse 2 to 4. I hope Ponsu is still here. I hope. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm still available to you. You have the verse, Psalm 78, verse 2 to 4. Uh, verse number 2. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. That's the promise about Christ. That's what I'm saying that you can go anywhere if you want to find fault. Uh, that's why it's called spiritual blindness. That's why it's called spiritual blindness because someone can blind you and make you believe that this whole Bible is a lie. And he can really prove to you that this Bible is a lie. So that's why you must have basics uh, and believe them. Psalm 78, verse 2 to 4. Read again. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to, uh, to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he had done. Then read Isaiah 9, verse 1 to 2. He's saying he will... Speak with parables to generations, and they will hear us because they'll be speaking about the things that has been done. But a theologian can say, No, those were the Jews. Read Isaiah 9, verse 1 to 2. Verse number 1. Nevertheless, the dimness shall not be such as was in a vexation when at first he lightly afflicted the land of I'm sorry, Hebron I'm sorry. Isaiah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6, verse 9 to 10. Uh, verse number 9. And he said, Go and tell these people, Hear ye indeed but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of these people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, 
lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Then it brings to show that God is expecting your faith. He will speak in parables so that things be revealed to you. Read uh, Matthew 13. Verse 10 to 15. Uh, verse number 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever had, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that he hath. Therefore speak, uh, therefore speak I to them in parables, because they, uh, they sing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophets of Isaiah, which said, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For these people's heart is waxed cross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. So who can be so clever to write a verse in the Torah, in the Old Testament, in the Jewish religion, saying that someone will speak to people in parables and connect two verses which is david psalms which was not david this time but psalms and isaiah and that and be so clever that about 800 years later or 1200 years later the very same person comes and create a, a figure and a story uh, of a person called Jesus who's the one who, who, who fulfilled these two verses. Who could live more than 1,200 years and tell other generations to do that? Verse 34 to 35, same chapter 13. All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he, he not unto them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables, I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. So, what are you looking for? Well, body Bible, do you see with the Bible? If you just take it as it is written and believe that the Bible is a perfect book. It has told you that that verse is fulfilled here. That person who has spoken there is the one speaking here. So Jesus was speaking in parables. It has explained why he spoke in parables. And in actual history, 
it was fulfilled. He spoke in parables. That's why we believe the Bible, Mazala. There is no outstanding figure in history who has had had Buddha, uh, Confucius, all of these guys who wrote. Uh, I I have them here in my. I, I, I save them in my Jazz TV thing here and YouTube as well. I have listened to all of them. They philosophers. Like if you've seen me, the the things I write, like lama quotes that I write. If I can compile lama quote, uh, maybe maybe it's ten thousand of them now. It's words about life. Someone with a gift of wisdom. Which is right things and about life issues. You find a lot of these people who are about Makurula. So it, it's just that that's what they wrote. They never prophesied about anything. Uh, the only person who ever tried to prophesy is that white, is that prophet, I forgot his name now. Uh, I'm going to remember him, but the prophet Abilungulo. Who, who was just famous was predicting things uh that's the only person but he's just predicted about things that distractions he never predicted anything because he never spoke from the uh, the holy ghost concept but all of them must these philosophers they just spoke wise wisdom things stay humble uh, love the poor all the buddhas and all those people no one was outstanding as Jesus. No one in a space of more than a thousand years could be proven from a document somewhere that he was prophesied and he came exactly. Everything he did. Can you go to Isaiah 11 verse 1? These, these things are very important. Isaiah 11 verse 1. Uh, verse number 1. And there shall come forth a road out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. That's, that's, what, what do you read? Uh, Isaiah 11 verse 1. Then read Matthew 2 verse 23. Uh, verse number 23. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Everything he did was fulfilled where he's going to be born where he's going to live was fulfilled and the information that is there is enough to say this figure called jesus was a substance enough uh, to be made a center of faith there is no person if this, the biblical claims were scientific researchers. I'm telling you that sci the big centers of science will be relying heavily on what is valid more than focusing on what is invalid. 
There's more valid things about the Bible for atheists to seek for what is not valid. Because remember, but the Bible is a spiritual book. It can happen that that particular verse is not speaking to you. You know, let's just go to another one to offer us early. Go to Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 to 6. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5 to 6. Uh, behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest they come and smite the earth with a curse. So, that promise, which shows what Elijah will do. It talks about two ministries which will be operating in a space of 2,000 years in between. But if the Holy Ghost hasn't helped you to, to understand that, it looks like it's talking about one person. It talks about John the Baptist, and also the ministry that came in these last days of a prophet which was turning back the hearts of the children back to the fathers. Now, the first one was the one that was taking it from the, the, the fathers to the sons. So the, the, the Bible is like that. So you might see something that must make sense in the Bible. It's not written for you. Someone is going to be born 200 years to come, maybe, whom it applies to. Whether you must just take only those verses that applies to you. The atheists, they live. Lama that proves that Jesus was promised. If these were scientific researchers, people will not be even bothering about uh, those other things that are loose ends. So now when you see Christians running for loose ends, we are at the end time. This gospel trail has survived for 2,000 years, people being saved, people being healed, lives being transformed. And now people, at the end of that, they want to say this could be all just a myth. Imagine telling that to all these Columbus and all these people. Read Matthew chapter 11. Uh, Matthew chapter 11, uh, verse 13 to 14. So be careful, Christians. These basics are the ones you must know now. You must know these basics. And I'm going to keep on teaching it every day here. Know them. Read. Verse number 13. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if ye will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come. That's 
the first part. You see? But you will think whether that verse is fulfilled. So, but in Goinda, uh, we ask Uchi, he will come. So, let's go as well. Maybe we read uh, Psalm 69. We're just going to tweet from the study now because I see Uchi, uh, there is big danger. Verse 8. You can take Lama verse and it's all winning. Go preach them like this. Prove Jesus was Christ. You'll have more better convictions other than trying to manufacture Zambul. Isaiah 69 verse 8. Read. Verse number 8. I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. Isaiah 53, verse 3. Oh God. Uh, verse number 3. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief, and we hid as if it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. John 1 verse 1. I mean, John 1 verse 11. Verse number 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. John 7, verse 5. For neither did his brethren believe in him. So, that's a fulfillment. That Jesus or the Messiah that was promised, was rejected by his own people. These scriptures, which is, is Psalm 69 verse 8, is been fulfilled. And Isaiah 53 verse 3, we esteemed it as, as though he was stricken by God. There was no, no beauty in it. It was fulfilled. I, no one on earth in a space of more than a thousand years can... Uh, uh, synchronize something so perfect on a person he doesn't know. And no one in the New Testament can go and go to the Old Testament and create a story that's got uh, about four people okay, that we know that told it and make them say it in a pattern that is proving that he was born he lived, he was killed, he rose again, and, 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 and he had disciples. And, and let alone this other thing, they're trying to prove that the times of his death are different. But the fact that they, these four Gospels go differently to the Old Testament, and they fulfill exactly the scriptures that were there. Who could do that? 
who could live so long or who could who could do that what intelligence can do that there's no intelligence there was no uh synchronized intelligence like things like today we have uh these uh this this organization the messianic thing that is there uh, where it claims that or the catholic church which collects information through intelligence in manupe it was not there people were just different nations so if the jews had true prophets which wrote about a messiah then who is this other guy who went around and and, and 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 made this so perfect fulfillment now they say it was the catholics they took the bible and they, they went uh, they created the new testament now if the catholics created the new testament how can they create a book that condemns them how can they create a book that they that condemns them it's just one verse which is first john where the the, the catholics which is the only verse that talks about Trinity, the three in heaven, is the only verse that was straight was not in the original translation. Now, how, why, how could the Catholics who worship the Mass, worship Pope, write a book that says uh, a bishop must be husband of one wife while they don't even allow bishops to be married? How, how, how could the Catholic establish such a book? while they want to make up a pope but they make this figure we live so different from a pope now it doesn't make sense everything that is in the new testament is anti-catholic so if they wanted to create to manipulate the new testament for their gain they could not have made it so much that it differs from what they are we use the New Testament today to discredit the Catholic Church. We use the New Testament today to teach the Lord's Supper, the true baptism, all the things to, to kill the Catholic Church. So if they had, uh, uh, they took the, 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 because they say there's many books, the, the Gospel of James, which says Jesus didn't die. How could James, uh, who was one of the 12 apostles, wrote something different from what Matthew wrote or whoever. Or they say there's even the gospel of, of Mary or Magdalene or whatever. Well, supposedly Jesus married uh, some leaders. Just crap. Rubbish. So that you must be able to have these basics. Don't run for interpretations now. Just Proof, these verses that you've proved, stay in them. That no, guys, let's talk about Jesus, that he was rejected by his own people, and John uh, proves that. I believe the Bible because of that. Because no one else in history has never been confirmed uh, uh, any great leader has ever had so much confirmation on him without the help of theologians. 
So, Jeremiah 31, we'll stop there for now. Uh, we're just going to keep on reading these verses about fulfillment. 31, verse 15. Read. Uh, verse number 15. Mm. Thus said the Lord, a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rahel, weeping for her children, refused to become fatted for her children because they were not. Matthew 2. Verse 16 to 18. Matthew 2, 16 to 18. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wrath, and sent forth and slew all children that were in Bethlehem, and in all coasts thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired to the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah there was a voice heard, lamentation and weeping, a great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted because they are not. We must change the style of evangelism, Bazalwan. This is how you should evangelize you must be able to take Christ from the Old Testament to the New Testament and Ungavuti in between. Just prove that he is the greatest figure and we are saved by him. There's a lot of foolishness out there. You know, we have to rise now and stand and take our part. We should not make noise. We should not create a sin. Uh, by being controversial, we should prove that there is no one greater than Jesus. Not just passion-wise. Nothing wrong with that. If the Spirit blesses you and you feel like you are blessed, you can have passion. But you cannot defeat these demons that are out there with passion. People are waiting for a true conviction to lead them to Christ. And it's just in front of you. I've written just one, two, three, four, five confirmation, which is more than that. It would this man lived. This man was fulfilled. So if you don't believe for any other reason, just believe for this five confirmation. Because they are indisputable. Because we have no other anything on this earth. All other religions, all the other claims, they're just an open casket. You you just feel Muhammad, the man who just ended up marrying nine wives, and he lived like Onala, like they lived, and he became a great man, started a religion. You know, a man who calls himself a god, who insults the Bible who says Jesus is a myth, but he got anointed while he was serving Jesus. He learned to cast demons and do miracles while he was uh, 
serving Jesus and he's still doing it in that way. That person who has nothing on this earth he learned in all his life other than how to connect the Bible. Today, he's denying that Bible. But when he gets there, Fikimotesu 3 with guns, guys, 10 guys with guns, guys about a Kwanokolo, which is tattoos and all those things, they are standing there, Bamkate, like there is someone wants to kill him. The whole yard is flooded with gunned people. That's a person who lives to insult Jesus. He's fearing death. It's a shame. We're living in the most horrible. He's not a happy person. He's not comfortable. My fear before I fear. It's like who's a minister or something. Even the minister is not like that. They deny that there is hell and heaven. They deny that there is terror ahead, but they don't want to die. Yet they call themselves people with God. So, please, I'm passing myself out there for you, young man, that you must see this bravery and take it forward. You don't need to, to have an ability to wisabantu or do any dramatic thing. You must just take this Bible, go there, and disprove these false prophets. Gold will follow you with miracles. Not their miracles, you, the genuine miracles. In fact, you must never seek to do miracles if they're not genuine. If you want to perform miracles, not God performing miracles by you. You rather just wait until miracles, true miracles, follow your preaching. Because you see these people who have been deceived are people who are fighting with the competition of time, of their time. I've seen AJ done this, I want to do it more than AJ. I've seen Soros, Benin do this, I want to do more than Benin. Benin, Benin saw Catherine Kuluman, he wanted to do more than Catherine They go around anointing each other, seeking these things for public view, speculations, like entertainment, just to be somebody. But while they sought those things, they ran so far from God, they cannot be found. Let God all you live to prove is that his word is true. And God will use you, of course. Once you pray, you continue. But don't want don't want to do that. Because these false prophets now, all these people are this mess today. They went to the mountains, they fasted, they, they came back worse. Their intentions were bad. So your first intention is to prove that Jesus is true. Then the spirit that will confirm that he's true will follow you with miracles. Heavenly Father, I thank you. This is your word. These are our people. These are our children. This is your place. I thank you, Lord. 
No one is like you. May you wake up this generation. Looks like people are sleeping. Wake up these young men. They're just living like pensioners already. They're just waiting for their death day. But Lord, let them see now. It's time late. And let them wake up from their sleep. I ask this, Lord, because there's a revival continuing now. Let them see it. And let them be brave. In the name of Jesus, thank you for having these Gospels. What were we going to be without these Gospels? Proving that the Old Testament is true. Now the Bible says, you expose those from us from these prophets psalms and the prophets and 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 the, that's what we are doing now and the law we are so thankful lord help us to be strong in this so that we don't fall for this nonsense that's outside there these definitely cold things this nonsense things that are not necessary the generation is engaging in evil, horrible, filthy lifestyles. Instead of just going to the basis of the Bible, they want to find extra material so that they just puff their heads with it. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. They're looking for deliverance, but they don't want repentance. They're looking for stimulation. They don't want obedience. They don't want instruction. They want revelations. Gracious Heavenly Father, be merciful to us. Guide us, give us your expanded hand. Give us a future. Give us grace. Bless our families tonight. Bless your children and their children. And every part of this prayer, receive a special anointing tonight for these verses that are so dynamic, that are proving that we are so great, Jesus. That you are so truthful. Everything you did. That you will speak in parables. That you will be rejected by your brethren. That you will be preceded by an Elijah. All these verses, Lord. We thank you for them. They are so holy to us. You will be a Nazarene. What else can we need? I'm not going to say it could not produce anything that will be like this. Any religion in the, on the earth. We are not looking for our identity. We are looking for redemption. Lord. We pray that because this world is not our choice. We don't ask to come here. All we want is to escape safely. Help us now, Lord. Pardon and forgive all our brokenness and our weakness and encourage those that are weak but Heavenly Father are suffering far, far away. We ask this, O Lord, because we trust only you. Bless us, bless your children. Bring them back to the word of God. The times of jokes, the times of revelations, the times of procrastinating, the times of secret sins is over.
now enlarge our territories of faith. Help us to be visited by angels at night and the Holy Spirit to be speaking to us all day long. Bless our families, feed our children, walk with us, O Lord, in nighttime, in daytime. Help our wives and husbands, even those who don't believe, even those who have been sleeping. Bring them back safely. We ask these miracles to happen because life only comes once, but death might come in many ways. We ask this, O Lord. Let it happen that Jesus, who's the same yesterday and forever, manifest himself before we leave this earth. That we must have a story to tell. That we must have something that we have confounded the enemy in his gates in Jesus Christ's name. We ask this, O Father, please uphold our health and give us the grace. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this wonderful family of people who need you. May you avail yourself individually, each and every one of them. They have needs, Lord. Some financially, some health-wise, some psychological, just depressions and things. Some savings and some, please reach them, Lord. Some spiritualists, please reach those more. We ask them, Lord. We ask you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the Bible, Lord. What will we be without the Bible? We'll be just victims of people, of these clever theologian liars who will be confounded. Now we're so thankful, Lord. Be with us. Thank you for giving us food tonight. Give us something for our souls to sleep heaven digested on. We ask your grace and mercy. Fill us with miracles now. Because your great Holy Spirit is in our midst. Survive us with us, O Lord. We ask this. We ask this, O Jesus. Visit Nalapunga Fianakon. You know the needs of your children. Just go and do it. According to their faith in Jesus Christ. If they don't have faith, do it anyhow. To raise their faith. We ask this, O Lord. Let this year be a miracle year. Let this be a year where we prove beyond reasonable doubt who God is. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. The church said amen. Hallelujah.